Regular listeners will recall that Eastern Promise recently rode the region's rails in association with the Norwich Research Park, Ridgen Partners LLP and Carter Jonas to celebrate the links between Cambridge and Norwich. Last week, a panel of rail industry experts and local authority officials shared their belief in the importance of the Cambridge-Norwich route and set out a potential route map to improved services and rejuvenated stations. This week, I'm delighted to share the next panel, focused on the business links between the two cities and introduced by yours truly. Welcome to our, our business roundtable. Um, I'm absolutely thrilled to have you here. You introduce yourself, the guru. The guru. Oh dear. I, I knew everything at the, uh, at the nearly everything at the Chamber of Commerce. Of course, of absolutely. And you are? I'm Nova Fairbank. I'm the chief executive for Norfolk Chambers. Who else? Uh, morning, William Rook. Uh, I'm a partner at Carter Jonas in Cambridge. Uh, we're a property consultancy. And we have you to thank for the for, for looking after us when we get to Cambridge, which is we're really grateful for. And Nigel Cushion, uh, founder of Nelson Spirit. We are leadership mentoring. Absolutely. You are, I, I think I've described you in the past as the historian of human leadership, which a lot of people seem to say is very apt. A true guru. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Take any you give us. Now, Nova, I'll start with you. What, what is the value of the Cambridge-Norwich corridor to businesses in Norfolk? It gives us diversity, it gives us opportunity, um, it shows the level of collaboration we can have between the different areas in the, re uh, in the East. As, as a region, we often get overlooked, they only see Cambridge, but actually Cambridge is very much supported by all of the regions around it. Norfolk is an amazing place with some amazing businesses in it. We have brilliant um, universities, um, first class research, world leading in life sciences, Agritech, we have an all energy coast, so actually we really should be looking to work together for the benefit of the whole region. Absolutely. William, what's the view from Cambridge? Um, because we hear a lot about the Oxcam arc um, and where that is we, we, we do not know, perhaps you can enlighten us maybe. Uh, and in coming as I do from the world of politics initially, uh, it, it, Cambridge sometimes come, is, is characterised as, a, as, a, as a, a walled citadel, if you like. So what, what's, what's your view of, of, of the, 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 the corridor? Well, it's interesting that you say that, Mike, because if you live if in Cambridge and you work in Cambridge, you sometimes see Norwich as being a bit at the end of the road. And I think that's the wrong perception. So you've got a walled insular city view from Norwich looking back, and then we're looking up going, well, that's the end of the road. But that's the wrong way to look at it, isn't it? There's a lot going on between Cambridge and Norwich, and there's a lot of crossover between the two cities. And it really feels like there's untapped potential there. I mean, if you look at the two universities, for example, University of East Anglia, University of Cambridge, they've both got great graduate retention rates. And let's try and cross-pollinate. Let's make these guys, let's talk to each other. Let's unlock skills. It's about thought leadership. It's about peer-to-peer -peer knowledge sharing. And that is something that, as the two regions, we can do very well. I, I often think of it, uh, I've come to think of it like a, like a rope that's made up of lots of strands. There are lots of individual projects connecting Norwich and Cambridge. And it's, I think a lot of we need to weave that into something a lot stronger, a lot, a lot more durable. Nigel, you are, uh, uh, you've a very keen sense of the history of these relationships and uh, you're a very regular user of the route we're on right now. What's, what's your take? Yeah, well, um, born in Norwich, love Norwich, um, and I love Cambridge. So this, this, is a, this is a great treat for me. This is like a you know, birth, 
day treat, you know, a day out. Um, yeah, interesting. And this is in the new economy we all face, which is the global economy. I think it's now opening up fantastic opportunities. Um, I come down to Cambridge at least twice a month. It's a fantastic trip on the train. It works really well. Um, I've got uh, mentees in Norfolk, but uh, I've got a couple of mentees in London, and they come up from London, and we meet in Cambridge. And it works really really well going back uh, five years ago wouldn't have got that work you know now we meet in Cambridge it works well for both of us and uh, and they do great Chelsea buns so uh, another advantage <laughs> well we've, we've, we've just had on the rail panels a very interesting conversation uh, which I don't know if, how much you know we heard you sat just across the way from us but about the the potential of the route and the, the, it, it's not just about the train or the station it's about the the the, the the economic benefits that spill out from that. I mean, if you look at just something like Cambridge North and pre-pandemic, the entries and exits almost doubled from its in the year after its opening, which is which is incredible. Um, just talk briefly about investment zones, which is a, a big thing that the, the current government, uh, whenever you're listening to this in the future, the, the current government of Liz Truss has, has, has announced, and, and Norfolk and Suffolk are very much at the, in the vanguard of that. Um, I start with knowing as I go around the, the the table. What's what's your what's your take on what that's going to unlock? Is it still uncertain or is it? It's all about opportunity. My understanding is the investment zones will simplify things like planning. It gives us another string to actually attract further investment into the region. If you look at the diversity of the business community across the eastern region, then the opportunity to grow the economy, to contribute further to UK PLC, is only going to be supported and benefited by having an investment zone. William, the it, it, it's it's fairly common knowledge that obviously Cambridge has a green belt, and perhaps you could just talk briefly about what uh, that the impact that has on. We know that there's a, a shortage of lab space. That's incredible. The, the demand is far far as dripping supply. To a lesser extent, the same is true as office space, which is obviously you, you, you're interested in both of these things. Is something like an investment zone? Is that going to sort of turn, turn Cambridge's attention? when it's so close to say, aha, well, we may be landlocked. So, so one, of the, one of the things with Cambridge is that it is an internationally recognised city for investment in life sciences and tech. And I think one of, the, one of the advantages of working closely with Norwich is that we can start to spread the investment that's coming into Cambridge up the line towards Norwich. And we don't need the government to do that for us. I mean, Cambridge has got a lot of entrepreneurial companies spinning out of the university in the same way that Norwich has, and if we start to work together more closely, we can capitalise on that joint knowledge pool uh, and help help build, you know, develop better uh, better infrastructure. I mean, what's from your point of view? Before I just come on to Nigel, what's the what's the impact of that green belting? Because we hear a lot about it, we assume that it's sort of a a bit of a, noose, a green noose around Cambridge's neck, but what is the real impact? Real impact is that there is not enough land to co accommodate the, the amount of pipeline demand that's coming into the city. Sorry, no, you want to jump in? But that's where the uh, A11 corridor Indeed. and the Cambridge Norwich Tech corridor comes in. There's an opportunity for Cambridge to spread beyond their green belt, for Norwich to meet them in the middle, and you look at the businesses that are coming up along there. There's so much opportunity that we can put together based on the infrastructure we've already got. So we're already sat on a brilliant service with the trains and the rail that's only going to improve if we can unlock things like the Hawley Junction 
Junction and the Ely Junctions and obviously I'm from Norfolk I want the Trous um, Swing Bridge sorted as well but you then look at the duelling of the A11 and the opportunity that's already created the land down that route we need to look at for investment because that absolutely links Cambridge and Norwich and it allows Cambridge to spread outside of their green belt and it allows Norwich to really spread further down so the, the synergy between the two regions is, is huge the opportunity is massive uh, Nigel is the, very much the custodian of someone of the, 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 the legacy of a man who knew all about seizing and taking opportunities how we, we've heard a lot on the previous panel about partnership working and, 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 and same, same again here how do, how do we go about forming them and making them successful and seizing the opportunities that are before us? Well, I think we're doing that today. It's, it's about meeting people. Um, thank you, thank you, Mike. Um, I think I think I think the man you're alluding to is Nelson, and I, I think his uh, I think his commentary would be, "Don't wait for the Admiralty." You know, if we, we we've got good ships, we've got good people. Let's get closer. Let's work together, and let's make it happen. I, I agree with William. You know, I think it's um, there can be a bit of a victim mentality of kind of waiting for the government to kind of do stuff. You know, and I think we've got so many fantastic businesses in in Norfolk and in Cambridgeshire. Uh, let's work together and let's take our initiative to the government you know and, let, and let's let's tell them what we need absolutely I mean I'm a, I'm a very big advocate and I've asked this question a lot of times of people like George Freeman MP uh, and I'll be asking the same when I talk to Daniel Zeichner uh, next month the Cambridge MP which is what are the levers that are in our hands that we don't wait for Whitehall we don't wait we can arrange these things for ourselves and a lot of that will be hopefully unlocked in the city deal however that ends up looking but what what levers uh, are in our hands for businesses and what would you like levers would you like to see handed over to us if i can torch the metaphor yet further the biggest lever we can pull is to start shouting about the brilliance of the region. We are too good at not saying very much about how good we are. Cambridge is a prime example of what can be done when you actually talk the region up, talk the opportunity up. As a business community, we are very good at going, it's all right, we'll just be quiet, we're over here. Actually, we should be totally shouting about our place, really put Norfolk on the map. I mean, this is this is a really good example of again when I was I was in Cambridge and the the, the interview I've just put out with a chap called Sam Goddard, a company called Lab Motive. They do sort of remote software for sensors for uh, infrastructure, water. Um, and I sort of he's one of these businesses quietly doing trading globally, all over the world. And what I asked him, what are your connections? What conversations are you having within the region? Oh, not that many, really. And it's we're looking at Mike, we're looking at this as a kind of Norwich does this, Cambridge does this, Ipswich does that. You know, you can bring other cities into it, but really we should look at it as we're one region, we're a single cluster. So we should be moving as one, not trying to pull in different directions. Each city's got its own specialities. Norwich with the plant science and the green agritech, Cambridge has got more of the biotech, the farmer. But there's no reason why those can't be seen as they shouldn't be competing. They should be working together. Norwich sorry. I was gonna say Norwich has got the with Norwich Research Park, for example, and UEA you've already got the capabilities there to be able to grow. Absolutely, and we've got, you know, we've got, uh, we've got the land to say house uh, people who, who are looking at Cambridge uh, house prices and, and going a bit pale, uh, especially now, and, um, and, and thinking, uh, well, actually, we've got services like this. We're about, I think, we're, where are we arriving? Thetford, I think. And, uh, you know, this is a perfect place on which to ju jump on the train. And, and you know, you, you're in Cambridge very quickly, and you've, especially with Cambridge North and Cambridge South coming up online, 
you've got phenomenal access then to Cambridge. Yeah, you've got, you've got Heffel Innovation Park as well on, on near here. Uh, you've got that near 11 corridor. Wyndham's got its own business parks as well. So it's not just named Norwich and Cambridge. You've got a number of towns along that route who can benefit from joined joined up approach. You look, you can look at Snetterton. All of that's coming through as well. So there's a huge opportunity. If you drive down the A11 corridor, you're already seeing the logistics companies coming in because they're seeing the benefit of that that key route in in and out of two very big centres. I know in your last round of conversations, you were talking about the fact that the majority of freight comes into our region. So our transport links are really important uh, to our future opportunities. But equally so, it's that collaboration piece. It's allowing the businesses to talk. I mean, it's, it's Norfolk Chamber's prime mission, connecting, supporting, giving voice to every business. That's all about collaboration. It's all about working together for the good of the region. I'd just like to pick up the point about uh, about confidence. Um, uh, last year, I did some work in Canada, and we were talking about you know um, business across across the, across the Commonwealth, and um, uh, you know Britain was mentioned. And uh, pe where do you come from? You know, and I, and I was trying to describe where I came from, and people went, okay, yeah, yeah, Norwich, Cambridge, yeah, they're, they're great places to do business in. So this was the pers perspective from people in the Commonwealth. Yeah. You know, and often I I pick up Nova's point there about kind of maybe we should have a bit more confidence about yeah. who we are and what we're about and actually work together with that confidence. The other point I'd make is I love the idea that you introduced, Mike, of unlocking the door, you know, with government. And government, one of government's habits, all governments, are they have a door and there's a key and then we have to fight over who has the key. Yeah. You know? So actually the answer is we all work together and unlock the door together. Mm. I think from, from my, again, from my experience, that there is, there is a, 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 a desire in central government to be presented with things that that you know address their policy issues and and we we, we want to be able to support things but we you know there's the, the, as you say, I think there is a lack of confidence. I've, I've seen this, this this before, where we've sort of gone so far, but kind of almost lost our collective nerve in terms of bidding for improvements. Your other challenge on, on bidding into government for funding to make improvements is it tends to be quite short term. For the majority of the business community, they're looking for certainty, they're looking for stability, and something that you've got to, to put together and bid for in, in the space of a, a very short space. Uh, piece of time and delivering the next six months to a year is not always going to be where the business community is going to see the benefit. They're looking for something that's going to give you 5, 10, 15, 20 years longevity because then that gives the business community further confidence to put more investment in themselves rather than just that little bit of funding. It's not all about getting funding from central government. We have to do things for ourselves. We would see national funding as priming the opportunity but it's got to be a longer-term opportunity to give businesses the confidence to invest further. How, William, would you advise uh, Norwich and Norfolk, uh, Suffolk and, and, uh, and Ipswich as well to an extent, how would you advise them to start the process, or, or so up-tempo on the process of engagement uh, and sort of, you know, sometimes it feels like a bit of a, uh, 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 Cambridge feels like a debutante at a ball and it's, it's got its dance card of partners from Oxford and Edinburgh and, and all over the world and, and, the, uh, and uh, Norfolk and Suffolk feel like they're in the corner sort of really nervously, uh, you know, 
working up their courage to come in. Speak for yourself, Mike. Oh, well, that's, I'm, 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 come on, confidence, project, project. It does come back to this issue of confidence. I think Nigel's got a point, you know, because Cambridge, um, the ecosystem that's there, the city physically isn't big enough to hold it. What, what you know, the, the growth potential that it's got. So where do you look outside? Let's take life science as an example. I'm sorry to keep coming back to that, but it's really popular in Cambridge. Very fashionable subjects, a lot of demand, but they can't um, they can't design, um, test, and produce these um, the work they're doing in Cambridge. It needs to be spread into the wider region. So, for example, if you take a pharmaceutical trial, they will uh, the, the scientists that are working on those drugs will come up with a solution, but then want to test it, and then they want to produce it. They can't produce it in Cambridge. So they look outside, and they don't want to be in China or in Poland or anywhere else. They want to be you know, an hour away. So if you look at that as an example, an hour of Cambridge takes in quite a lot of space where currently there's untapped resource, untapped potential. And if you hit, you know, Norwich at the other end of the line is well placed to draw on that, you know, that ecosystem and drawing it out in this direction. Well, what I'm hearing loud and clear from this conversation is, is some of my favorite words, which I come back to time and again, opportunity, potential, confidence, Nigel, I, 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 forgive me, I, I don't know if I've already sort of asked you to this. How do we go about boosting that confidence? You, you know, uh, we've talked about seizing the opportunity, but it's, if it's confidence is the issue, how would we all, I mean, we'll go round and round just as a... As well, I, I, I think confidence is, is infectious, as, as enthusiasm is. And if you meet people who are doing great work, and there's people doing great work in businesses and in charities and in public service all over, when you meet people who are doing great work, you get confidence because they inspire you. So it's about bringing people together and actually including people. I think one of the dangers of engaging government, you tend to have some traditional bodies who do it and they do it well, but we don't tend to carry everybody with us, you know? And there's huge bit number of businesses all over the Eastern region who kind of not involved in the conversation. They're not included, you know? So by including everybody, bringing everybody with us, getting people to meet each other, getting people to be inspired. This is a great day because we're meeting people we've never met before. And we go, wow, you're doing that. And that you makes you feel good. It makes you feel proud to be part of the adventure. And then your next, com next conversation is, how can we help? How can we help you do what you do? And suddenly the game has raised. If you look at what they did in Silicon Valley, it was all about co-location. It's about bringing brilliant people together, investors, architects, designers, engineers. They work next to each other and they inspire, inspire each other. If you're in a place on your own at home, difficult to be inspired. If you meet inspiring people, that's how we do it. Well, you can't stop that. Thank you, Nova Fairbank, Chief Executive of Norfolk Chambers of Commerce, William Rook, Carter Jonas, and our host later on today, Nig the legendary Nigel Cushion of Nelson Spirit. Thank you ever so much. I've really enjoyed it. It's, I'm, I'm feeling that confidence now. <laughs> Nigel, thank you very much. And happy birthday. Thank you very much. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done. Huge thanks go to Nova Fairbank, Chief Executive of Norfolk Chambers of Commerce, partner at Carter Jonas William Rook, and Chief Executive of Nelson Spirit Nigel Cushion. <laughs>